Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey guys, this is Erica Ramirez, senior editor at Billboard. For this week's podcast, I have Mac Miller calling in from LA, and it's the reels Jeff and Eric Rosenthal co-hosting with me. Guys, hi. hi. Oh, thanks, Mac. <laughs> um, so you guys have some history, some beef? We, no, there's no beef. Yeah, white rappers can't exist. <laughs> it was more of like a, it was more of a love triangle. <laughs> I'm actually kind of upset right now because on iTunes. And they have, like, R&B and soul in the same category. So I'm trying to figure out how to get their soul music here. It's really rough out here. <laughs> but they group soul, soul music, and, and R&B together. That's kind of weird to me. Well, they, they group you and hip-hop, which, like, is very confusing to me. <laughs> I know. I've always been confused. I thought I was more, like, alternative. I thought that you were more, like... I mean, what's Macklemore? <laughs> Oh, you guys! <laughs> Wait, can I just say? Can I just say that uh, Jeff and I were out in LA for a week, and uh, one night we went to this like it was a secret club. Yeah, it's like a, like a speakeasy, and um, in the middle of the town, and it's it's one third owned by Olivia Wilde. Like it's a place for celebrities to go right. to and not have to deal with like any other like any riffraff like us. Right. So somehow we got in. <laughs> we got in, and we're sitting at a banquet, and all of a sudden, the girl who I'm talking to looks over at the door and waves over to someone. And I turn to my right, and it's Owen Wilson, the actor, sitting down in our banquette. And so we get to talking, and he starts, like, eating his meal. And I'm like, this is so wild. I can't believe he's here talking to us. He learns that we're hip-hop sketch comedians. And the first thing he says is uh, that he he's like, oh, I was just reading a piece in The New Yorker about a guy named Peter Rosenberg. Do you know him? We're like, do we know him? He's our friend, and he lives across the street from us. And he was like, really interesting guy. And we're like, oh, that's that's amazing. And he's like, also, last night I was hanging out with a rapper named Mac. Do you know him? A lot of tattoos. We're like, yes. Mac Miller, he's a friend of ours. We were on his, we were on his TV show, and he goes... He was like, I was hanging out at my neighbor Rick Rubin's uh, house, and we were going from hot tub to ice bath to hot tub. <laughs> so, wait. So, so Mac, we need you to explain what was going on. Were you in a hot tub? No, no, no. It's a sauna. And did you read that story <laughs> off a cue card? No, no. We've just told the story a bunch since we got back from LA. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm out here getting spiritual, and no, no. But, but Rick got a, you know, Rick got me meditating out here. I can't, I can't say much more, man. We've already said too much. I, well, does that mean that Owen Wilson is executive producing your next project? I'm actually signing to Owen Wilson Records. <laughs> Congratulations. 
I thought you were going to say independent, but apparently not. <laughs> well, no, he, he actually he, he has international distribution, but uh, for the most part, he he likes to keep it to the street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that was like the craziest thing ever, by the way. Yeah, yeah he was cool, man. I mean, and, I, and, I was. We, you have the you wear, like, Come on, man. We got to pick who's going to go to this interview. Come on. Let's be professional. <laughs> it is. It is. It is special. Um, so since you just shut up, Jeff and, <laughs> Jeff and Eric, then we could talk about faces. Um, did you, has your mom listened to faces yet? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. There's a lot of heavy drug references in there, so I don't know how she, I know that kind of bothers her and my dad. Yo. There's a lot of there's a lot of heavy heavy drug use in there. When in Rome, Jeffrey, do as the Romans do. No, that was Eric. That was me. <laughs> yeah, that made me. I, I listened to the tape. That made me a little nervous. Do you not? You talk about being a little nervous to overdose. Are you? You're not worried about that, like in real life? No, man. I mean, I mean, hey, I'm, I'm worried about these dogs right now. But no, I mean, it's like a. No, I'm straight, dude. We all we all experiment. We all go over the place, and we all learn from our own things. And you know, I'm just honest. I, I just don't like to be. I don't like to hide anything. But I'm straight. I'm good. I'm in the sauna, baby. I'm good. It's a concern, but no, no, no. It's not real. Everything's everything's kosher. I actually just got sober for like straight nothing, no weed. I've, I've been completely sober. I got to be completely sober for 15 days. So I can do transcendental meditation. Do you guys meditate? We, I don't meditate. I do not meditate. I'd like to meditate. It's pretty awesome. But no, the sauna, the sauna and ice was kind of a, a form of that. You go in the sauna, it's 250 degrees, and then you immediately try. You sit there for 15 minutes, and you immediately go into the ice bucket. Wow. Um, I kind of, I don't know if I wish I was there or not. But no, no, I, what, I, in the sauna? Yeah. Yeah. Could oh, you yes. could you choose either the sauna or the ice bath? I mean, it's a free world. You can do whatever you want. But <laughs> the idea is kind of the whole hot and cold transformation. Wait, I just have a quick question to go back to the drug stuff, um, real quick. Do you feel like the drugs are a part of your artistry at this point, or they're to- or they're totally separate? No, wait, wait, wait. Can you repeat the question. I just wanted to know, like, in terms of the drugs, are they a part of your artistry right now, or is it totally separate where it's, like, just recreational and it is you? Or is this, like, my question is, have the drugs taken you somewhere where you feel you're sort of, like, a better artist because of it? Or is this just, it's a part of your life and the music you record? No, 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 no. No, the, the most important thing is to always realize that the sober you is the best you. But um, my main drug is a studio. So, you know, uh, the past two years I've just been in that room. So, you know, it's it's taking vacation. No, it's not a positive thing. It's not a negative thing. It's just it's a thing. But, you know, at, at some point you recognize it and you move forward. By the way, Erica? It's not like doing drugs for the music. Right. By the way, Erica, Jeff and I have been to Mac Miller's old house. Like, when Mac says he lives in that studio, he really lives in that studio. Yeah, it's... but so do, like, six other rappers. Yeah. <laughs> we had SZA for the podcast last week, and she kind of bigged you up on your production. She says she was over at the studio working with you, and you had, like, Thundercat at the studio also. Um, were you were you recording Faces at that time, or were you recording other, other music? Um, I mean, I've been working on, like, a lot of different things at once. Um, 
and faces kind of an idea that came into fruition with the fact that I just had way too much music and I wanted to get it out. Because that's the thing about, like, raps is that they kind of sometimes speak on current things and you just got to get it out at a certain time. So, no, SZA actually is why I started producing again. Because I was just rapping, not producing for a while. And she came over and we made You Are and uh, that Warm Wind shit. And it was like, whew. She's, she's amazing. She's one of the awesomest writers as far as people I've been in the studio where she writes her, her verses in like five minutes. It's incredible. Was, uh, are you working with Undercat for his upcoming stuff or was that just for, for your stuff? Well, no, I mean, Thunder's just like, he's, there's, there's, a, there's a small group of, of people out here that I would consider like really bet, like, actual friends outside of just music but not Thunder just over here all the time and we make music. Which it, which makes it really easy and almost unfair because he's just that he's just that good that you just hit record and you have something just that blows your mind every time. So on your mixtape you say that you did you know, you you've done everything that you've done without getting Drake um to work with you. So I'm just wondering why won't you let Drake work with you? No, uh I just invited him to my birthday party and he didn't come one time. Is that is that for real? No, no. <laughs> Aww, I was going to say, that's not very Drake-like. No, that's yeah. very Drake-like. Oh. <laughs> um, no, he didn't, that didn't happen. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Wait, can we, can we start a beef between you and Drake? No, dude, I, like, I'm a huge Drake fan. I just, I just you know... I, I, it was less about the actual Drake feature. Obviously, it was you saying that, um, you know, Drake has, like, that if Drake were to work with um, certain people, then, like, they they get elevated. It'd be an easy thing. Yeah, it's an easy thing. It's an easy way to build yourself up. And I think that um, you were saying that you've done it by yourself. Yeah, I mean, look, at, at the end of the day, like, um, I think people, like, I, I've by no means done it by myself. Like I have great people around me at all times. It's just uh you know, it, it's dope to just kind of be where I'm at and, and, and just kind of be the head of my own thing and know that, that we did this here. It's just cool. But it's not like a shot, like it's not like No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. I was kidding. But even even for the rappers that, that do get the Drake verse, like that's awesome. But you know, I was I was uh I was actually thinking this one day, sitting there thinking, like, could I actually picture myself on a song with, like, Jay-Z? Like, could, could I actually, would that make any sense? And I really, like, don't, like, I would love, like, keep, I would love to. But, like, if you guys ask you, like, would that, wouldn't that be weird? Like, that's that sound right? Um, I don't, well, I, I don't know what, the, yeah, it's like, you guys live in, like, very different worlds. I think that Drake would make some sense to me. Um, just because you guys are contemporaries, I think it'd be so awesome if you got him on a remix of that song where you say, "I did this with a, with I did this all without getting a Drake verse." <laughs> no, I mean, awesome. I mean, I mean for, for me, I, I I just like I just you know I I love collaborating with people, but I just like for them to come to the little sanctuary. Um, yeah, do you need do you need people to be there with you to get a vibe? No, I mean, I mean, they're just all different vibes. You know, sometimes it's like people are all in the studio and, and it makes your writing process worse. Um, 
But, uh, no, dude, it's just all different. Nothing is necessarily better or worse. By the way, I was super excited that you got the Rick Ross verse, just like I was super excited when you got the Cam verse um, a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. dude. Uh, the Cam, the, yeah, the, the Ross verse is crazy. But, but remembering, like, those Cam, and he killed it, too, for real. But those, uh, those Cameron memories will, are, are, like, incredible. Like, that's, I mean, that's just, that's, that's just what's crazy, dude. It's like, you know, at, at, at the same time, I forget that, like, I actually am a real, like, artist out here, like, with a Rick Ross song and stuff. Like, that's, that, that shit is still wild to me. It's not like, it doesn't feel just regular. Can I just ask a question real quick? How much of an effect did, how much of, how much of, of an effect did the, was it Pitchfork review? from your first album send you in a trajectory that you've been on for the past couple of years? No, dude, I, no, I, I think, I, I think actually it's, uh, it's less than, I say it's less than everybody else thinks, and probably more than I think. Like, I think, uh, for, for, for me, like the one thing you get on this high horse and you see it, like you come out, you're doing shows across the world, touching all these people. And you kind of just like, forget that that's like a craft so i think at that time i i, I all, all that really did was just cause me to like really check my you know my me- will you guys relax through? like my method and really work on my craft you know and it's not like the, the pitchfork review it's just like like it always gets 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 brought to that one review which by the way me having a one-on pitchfork is amazing but like <laughs> it's, it's it is like that. Like that's that's awesome, but you know, um, um, I I think it's more of a thing that like, just everyone, like I hadn't like, everyone wasn't all going crazy. That was you know I was I'm 18 years old. I wasn't like I just been touring and not realizing that like there were people out there that were like what like you know what I'm saying? It was just different. But, you know it was good. It was good. It's like made me step back and look at everything. And it probably has to like also feel good that Jordan Sargent, who wrote that review, later profiled you for Spin and was like, "Hey, like I shouldn't have given you a one, and I I've sort of like reversed my stance on you." Well, I mean, dude, like this is what I realized. Like, like it's it's people commenting on artists. Like, it's not like this huge serious thing, you know. And I and I, even when like reviews started getting better, I thought that I'd like, love to read them all and stuff. But it's like it's not, you know, it's, it's, it's people just are saying their opinion. And it's like if you can't deal with people's opinion, like I asked my friends, "Hey, you like this song?" And they're like, "No." I'm like, "Okay." Like it's not like. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it, I, I'm I'm very prolific and like I, I make like 500, you know. Just a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of music. And and the thing is, is, like, I forget that everybody else doesn't, like, isn't here with me and know what I'm doing. So, like, there used to be a time where I wanted to try and tell everyone and try and show them what was actually going on. But it's, like, it's kind of impossible to think that people are going to understand the person you are until they sit down and talk with you. Right. You mentioned um, a little earlier, but you cut out as to, like, that you were very honest on faces. Were you a little hesitant to put all that you put out there? No. Like, it just is what it is, man. It's like, it's just life, you know? I'm I'm not, like, 
I'm not ashamed of anything I've ever like. Well, not yeah, of everything, anything I've ever done. I don't regret anything. You know, it's like I'm just. It's just you know, it's like there's responsibility to like the kids and stuff like that. But but they know, you know, it's like it's like it's not. Uh, none of these things are in positive light, you know. Like none of these things on the project are, are spoken of. Like yeah, like drugs. They were sitting here and do drugs. They was, you know, dance around in circles. It's like no, it's just. It's just reality. Right. It's how it's really affecting you day to day. Um, how has your life changed post rostrum? Um I mean the sandwich. <laughs> no, dude, I mean look, man. At the end of the day I'm just kinda starting to realize that sometimes no one sometimes it's not like necessarily like about good people, bad people or anything like that. It's just kind of like the stars aren't currently aligned for us to be working together. So life currently has been great, you know. It's like I just sit here and do what I, do what I want, which I needed. Like, I, it's just nice to just kind of have my operation in my hands again. And, uh, yeah. you know, we're rebuilding and everything. But I, I got love for Benji. I got love for Artie. Like, it ain't nothing serious. It's just I needed I, – I just couldn't be there. And they knew that. Yeah, when you said on the when you said on the when you said on the mixtape that um your that you're doing it without a logo, um you guys have remember music, right? And are you are you is that what you're gonna release your future projects on? Um as of now, yeah. I mean, you know, like I'm talking to people, I'm I'm realistic, I'm I'm seeing what's going on there. But like if I were to um look back at my legacy, I would just want to know that I did everything I could on my own, and and, and I, it's all about basically having people around you that are excited, and we're we, we're all growing. You know, it's still the same same that it was when you guys first met us, and when I was eighteen or nineteen, whatever it is. It's still, Q is still. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. You know all the homies, so it's like Ian actually just moved out here, so we're kind of building our our own operation and and what we do, and look, it, it's a business, but it's also just like a structure for our lives. Like at the end of the day, regardless of what label I'm on or if I'm on a label, like music in my music career is my life, so it's important that the first things first is make that's what's up. Feel um, I was going to ask you, speaking of sandwiches, um, you launched your, your mixtape on a new website, Old Jewish, and you where you know, people have to create your own deli sandwiches. Yeah. Tell me, and Jeff uh, tried it out. I tried it out. Right. My sandwich was all bread. 
<laughs> it was it was like a giant bread sandwich. I wanted to ask you kind of how you came up with that idea. How did that come about? No, I mean old, old Jew. I just really like old Jewish is really just the brand that I'm kind of doing for certain of my things. We try, we're trying to connect them. And if you go to like a Jewish person's house, their mother forces you to eat. So we wanted to like kind of bring the old Jewish mother truck out here. And it was fun, dude. It was great. But you know, it's like little interactive games. It's not like it's purpose or like this huge like, man, I just wanted kids to be out here and know that they could make a sandwich too. And like life is about making sandwiches and I wanted to give them all the proper materials. You know, it's just like, it's just something weird. You can do whatever you want. And that's kind of what I want to like tell all these kids and all these artists and, and everyone is like, you can, the internet age, you can do whatever. You know, you don't have to be confined to any rules or any type of music release. You can, you know, just, like, like all my, my highest selling records are off remixes. You know, it's like, there are no rules. That's amazing. Right. It's, it's, you know, it's just like, and, and, and that's kind of was my idea for this is just kind of like, like, you know, I've, I, you know, damn near killed myself making all this music and I just wanted to give it out for free because it's just, mm-hmm. I don't know. Just why? Why not? You know, and, and if something happens with it, something happens. If not, it's not. Real quick. Um. So I so I listened to the whole thing in in its entirety. Um. And I feel like I feel like there's a lot of stuff on there that is dark and, you know, it's definitely like something you have to listen. For me, it was something that I had to listen to like the whole way through. And I wonder then. And I, I I had wondered this in the past um, for certain things, and then saw you in concert, and because I would always think, well, how is he going to perform this live? Um, and and then on your last tour, I think when we saw you in New York, um, I was really impressed with how you brought everything to the stage, and and everyone still rocked with it. Is this stuff that you think that because you have to live, and I imagine that like you probably you know make money off of touring. Is this um, or that's a big means to your to your money making is this something is this a project full of things that you would perform live um you know like it's funny because there's definitely a lot of songs on there that i would want to perform live the the whole idea with the um as far as money making i've been like this whole year not making any money i've just been like sitting here so i haven't um planned out what i'm gonna do as far as a tour yet but um the uh I think the idea with it is kind of like when when your homie gave you a mixtape back in the days of burning CDs, it wasn't like this um this really long, long like you didn't have to listen all the way through. And I wanted to separate what the mixtape was for the album, and there's just so much music that I was like, man, like time was like liberating to just be like, fuck it, throw that song on there too. Like who cares? Like give it to them because they're it's either gonna sit in my computer or you know it's like. You know, I'm proud of all those songs. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. There's like 20, 24 songs. So I imagine there was probably more that you wanted to include and you had to cut it all down. Yeah, dude, it's crazy because like, I've just kind of, yeah, like the reason that I've, that I've been able to connect with Ruben a lot is he, he goes all over the place with what music he produces. And like, that's why I make so much music because like, it's not like I can't decide my identity. Identity is all these different things, and I enjoy doing everything. And like that's the end of my. Someone's like, you can't like, if not being able to sing well is like all the more reason to sing. Like it's not like 
you know, it's, it's just sometimes music becomes something that's for all people, and it's really just, I just love to make a bunch of different kinds of music, so I want to put it all out, you know? Right. I'm not a rapper. I'm like, I'm like, uh, I'm a rapper, you know? You're a trapper. Dude, I remember, oh, I, here's a little, here's a little anecdote. When I was playing <laughs> real brother, uh. um, Mac, when I was playing you guys Macadelic, and you guys, yep. like, it's crazy. You actually sound sound really good on trap beats. Yeah, you know, no, for know, real. Like if, if you came and, and came over and sat down and we listened to my old catalog of songs that didn't come out, you know, it's like it's it's not that crazy. And and my other favorite thing is like, oh my god, he's getting better. Like, what what do you? I'm in here. That's my purpose. Like I'm trying to get as, as good as possible, and I think whenever someone thinks they don't need to get better, they're on their way out. No, of course. I think. Look, we heard we heard the stuff here in in Brooklyn. You played as Macadelic. I remember um, uh, watching movies. We heard in your your old place, yeah, in in LA. And and by the way, I don't think any of the stuff you played us. Uh, in that session when we were out there for the MTV2 show made it onto that album because you switched the whole sound up. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, I mean, it's, that's what that's basically what it is, is that, like, I've I've gone through, like, four, five, six, seven different albums in creation, and it's like, they're literally different places and different ideas, and I'm just, you know, I'm kind of trying to figure out what I'm going to do. But um, <clears throat> the other thing I want to speak on the... Um, I just thought of this thing about the the whole like direct correlation between a negative review and like um like what happened in my life after. I think it was less about the, like the the people like if if I really truly felt able to stand by that music, that wouldn't have bothered me. Like now, when watching movies came out, no one everyone didn't give that a good review. No, you know what I'm saying. No one. It's like I got. Bad reviews on that too. It's not like to me. It's like you know. That's when you, it kind of tests you. How much do you love your music, or like can you yeah. stand by it? And that and that's kind of what has changed. Because I remember having Blue Slide Park, and I used to do this thing where I wanted to fucking um get really real like uh, Pop and Molly before I would listen to the album before it came out. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Don't do drugs. And but I'm saying I remember having a really a really bad experience with Blue Slide Park. And and there's nothing wrong with that album. Um, like, it just is an album. And, like, forever, it's, it, like, I mean, not forever, but as long as I'm here, it's going to be this funny thing. It's, like, it, it's, it's not, and it's not even, like, that, it's not even bad. It's just different. It's a little, like, more surfacey. But, like, I didn't, you know... That's not what I was really going for at that point, and now it is. It's not like, and it's not because of drugs either. It's not like I started like I've been doing drugs since I was ten years old. You know, it's not like I guess I just hit it a little better back then. <laughs> yeah, but you've gone, you've gone, you've gone from weed and alcohol to coke and lean. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, it's a little. <laughs> Yo, that was the awesome Barbara Walters pause. <laughs> for me, for me personally, it's, it's, it's never necessarily one DOC drug of choice. But uh, yeah, dude, I'm, I experiment. Like, I'm, I, am I proud of it? Do I like want to rep it? No, but do I rap about it because it's what's going on? Yeah, would I suggest kids to do drugs? Hell no. 
I don't even, I wouldn't even suggest kids to smoke weed. I would, you know, like, just, just chill out. And that's why, that's why, that's why parents should vote me babysitter of the year, Mac Miller. (laughs) (laughs) We took up a lot of your time, a lot of your sleeping time. So I appreciate you coming on the podcast and being as honest um, on the podcast as you are on, on faces. And I know you have a lot of stuff to do and you're still working on stuff right now. So thank you. Thank you for, for doing that. Thanks Mac. Bye Mac. Bye. Thank you, Erica, for holding down billboard over there. You're you're, you're a gangster. Oh, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Now is a great time to talk about music. Mm-hmm. New music. <laughs> New music. <laughs> New music. Um, I know that there is one specific song that you've been listening to, especially the Cam and A track. Yes. J-Dash. Yes. So good. It's so great. It, you know what it sounds like? It sounds like old Dipset, and it sounds. And Jewels is on there, mm-hmm. right? right? So, so for those who don't know, um. Uh, a track who runs uh, along Fool's with the Gold Cash Rec. Dubs, Fool's Gold Records. Uh, Cameron and Dame Dash got together and were like, "Let's work on a project with you guys." And they have been. And they brought in Just Blaze uh, to co-produce a track, and it sounds so good. Yeah, and the video is really great too. Video is great. Um, and one of the people that you've been listening to recently is part of a duo. Chromio, and they're in the video. They are in the video. Yeah, it's all, I, thought, it's I thought maybe only Dave was in the video. But I guess no, they're both in the video. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, I love it. Bo- you guys have been listening to their new album, also. Yes, yes. Uh, I've definitely been listening to it. I think Jeff has like you know heard By it from osmosis. Yeah, yeah uh, from my computer. But I mean, like, I'm a. It's only because you're already playing it yeah, that yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. playing it. No, definitely. Yeah, it's so good. So their new album is called White Women, which is a play on the Helmut uh, Newman. Right. Oh right, Helmut Newman, Newman um, book, but also it's like white women, meaning like you know, uh, in white veils, getting married. Um, but it's really, really, really good. It's so good. It's catchy. It's fun. It's dance. It's like elements of of hip hop in there. It's it's really, really solid. It's really, it's really great. And I'm and we're seeing them, to on seeing them on Saturday. Yeah, awesome. Where yeah. are they? Where are they performing on Terminal, Terminal Five, Five in on New York City, May seventeenth? I don't know when this is getting <laughs> put up. Yes. Um, 56th Street. Mm-hmm. But it, it's really great. I highly recommend it. Um, it's music that I bought. It's sold out, wow, so you can't you know go. Real. Can't get tickets. Yeah, no, honestly. You know, it's real when you purchase music. But let me just say that the song of the summer already is Loyal by Chris Brown. That's that's a good... It's been the song, and it's going to remain the song. I would it's also great. say that... Um, two on by Tanache. Good. Tanache, yeah. Um, that might that that could because I feel like everybody's jumping on it right now. DJ and Mustard think, is the new. Yeah, DJ Mustard, yes. regardless. Can we talk is, about DJ Mustard? Who yeah, sure. Just put out his own song, Down on Me, yep. with mm-hmm. Two Chains mm-hmm. and Ty Dolla Sign, and then also he's producing or he produced Jeremiah's new single, Don't Tell Him, featuring YG. He reproduced so, it. What does that mean? Uh, no, he co-produced it. Oh, sorry. sorry. Okay. Yeah. He co-produced the song, uh, Jeremiah's new single. And do you like I feel it? Like, no, I do. It's very... Um, Wait, sing us the beat. <laughs> no. Is there any... Mustard will never be on the podcast. If I <laughs> Is there any Mustard the song you don't like? No. Right. I mean, no. He's exactly. got a pretty like great track record. Yes. It just it feels like he clearly he's been he's been working for a minute, but it just feels like this summer is his summer. Yes. Unquestionably. So Summer Jam... If if we go, we're looking forward to that DJ Mustard set because he can right. bring out whoever, Anyone, especially if Chris everyone. Brown gets out of 
jail in time, which I read is possible. Right. Um, but by the way, so uh, in preparation for our L.A. trip, Jeff has a Spotify list of all DJ Mustard stuff, right? Yes. Every, like every single, every single one. As far as you can find. Well, on Spotify, right. And so Jeff took a lot of those songs and put them on his iPod in preparation for our trip out to L.A. to play in the car. And DJ Mustard, um, as Jeff said, makes Kid Ink listenable. Mm-hmm. Gosh. Subtle shots. No, no, no that's a good thing about DJ Mustard. He'll be on the podcast now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that should be not Kid Ink anymore. Well, um, Mariah Carey's I, Thirsty. Yeah, I listened to that last yeah. night. Oh, I, or unless you, are you just making a statement? Yeah, which is really funny, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, I want Mariah Carey also on the podcast. Um, Mariah <laughs> Carey's Thirsty featuring um, Rich Homie Kwan. Yeah. I, I, the Rich Homie Kwan feature was a, a bit of a surprise. Well, it's a very me. loose term, I think, like to yeah. feature him. I think that that verse will get so quickly cut when it's on Z100. It, oh, is it a verse? It's a verse. It's I just like, heard him like in the, the background. Bars oh. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely on it. Do you yeah. know the song "Big Homie" by by Diddy or Puff no. Daddy that oh. he put out? He put out with uh, Rick Ross, right? It's, it's the one listed that from MMM. At, yes, from MMM. Yes, it's listed as Puff Daddy featuring Rick Ross and French Montana. The right. only the only thing he does in that song is say, huh. "Listen, yeah. yeah, that's you it." Need to, you need to credit. Yo, shout out to Puff for crediting people. I, mm-hmm. Yes, shout out to now. Money Making Mitch. Um, I don't know. What are you listening to? Uh, pretty much what we talked about, and also Jasmine Sullivan's new single, Dumb, with mm-hmm. Meek Mill. Although she's back, huh? She is definitely back. Although I wish that she was um, singing more than like proclaiming and mm-hmm. semi shouting as if Meek Mill. What do you think? Of <laughs> as Meek Mill does. What do you think of the Michael Jackson single with with Justin Timberlake? I Love like it. it. It's good, right? We Love have it. a we have an in house hater of the Michael Jackson album, which will be on the next week's podcast. Jason Lipschutz. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he gets. Uh, no, it's not Jason Lipschitz, but an in-house hater. Yeah, an in-house Just hater. Like Ooh. up and down, doesn't like any Michael records uh, or new. No, Michael? he does not like the new album. Okay, gotcha. wait. Yes, he does not. Like I have not state. listened to the new album, but I, um, I feel like this is the one song that I like, and I don't like the one with Justin on it as much. I haven't heard the entire album, but I don't mind. I don't mind. I haven't heard the whole album either. I'm just saying I, I just feel like this is the one. Because everybody says that this is like the only one from the Thriller Sessions. And that oh, everything right. else goes from like This bad. is from the Thriller Sessions? Yeah. Huh. Hey, this is from 1983. It was with uh, Paul Anka. Really? Yep. That's really and interesting. And so then everything else is from bad and worse. Am I right? And <laughs> thank you. Um, is that a draft of a tweet? <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Um, it goes from bad to worse, and so oh, let We're me just out, let me just so put out. <laughs> thank you. Um, <laughs> but that there's like stuff from like um, the Invincible sessions and stuff, and I I just don't like. Uh, Butterflies he, was on Invincible. Miss me with that. Featuring right. Eve. Miss me with oh, that. Oh, I loved Butterflies. Eve, Eve who's getting married soon? Do you yes. know who gonna, who's officiating? I hope she Bun B. Plays. How amazing is that? Uh, very amazing. Yeah. I hope Butterflies is performed. Stop talking about butterflies. I love this butterfly song. <laughs> um, on that note, mm-hmm. uh, we're wrapping up. Yeah. Oh, we're going to wrap up with me telling you to be quiet? Yes. That's good. Because now you're off the podcast. Yeah. Um, we're, we're wrapping up this episode of mm-hmm. The Juice With podcast. the Jews. Uh, you guys. <laughs> Alan. <laughs> um, uh, again, uh, hit me up on Twitter at 3 Rica. 
<laughs> let me know what you think.